and welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. This week is our Lunasa episode. And I'm going to go ahead and spell that for you so that you can look it up on your own because it is not spelled the way it sounds. Unless you are a Irish speaker, which we are not. It's L-U-G- H N S A D H Lunasa. It's the first of the harvest festivals and it's the one most focused on really the wheat harvest mm-hmm. and Berries. the celebrating the first abundance yeah. of the season. So I'm gonna go ahead and plow through plow. Ha ha ha. I'm gonna go ahead and plow through the correspondences and then we're gonna talk a little bit about the very limited mythology around this holiday. And then we're gonna talk about what we're going to do. But I don't think this is gonna be one of our longer episodes. But who knows? Because sometimes we like we get into it. Some of the other names for Lunasa are have to do with the first harvest so things like wheat the wheat festival or the bread festival or one i saw was wild berry days which i kind of liked and i kind of want that somewhere kind of reminds me of my 20s i used to freeze (laughs) strawberries and (laughs) use them all up in one weekend on daiquiris well you know fill them full of vodka um llamas is another name for it, and it is a related Christian feast, and I am going to talk about that a little later in the episode. For the animals that represent this sabbat, you have calf, centaur, phoenix, griffin, horse, rooster, sheep, and stag. And it's really interesting to me how many mythical creatures are in this one specifically. Yeah, yeah it is more than usual. For your stones, you you have carnelian, citrine, peridot, orange calcite, red jasper, tiger's eye, and yellow topaz. And if you notice, if you know your stones, you'll notice the color hues are all very reds and yellows and very harvest. Yeah, Yeah. harvesty. (laughs) For the trees, you have apple, ash elder, hazel, oak, and rowan. And of course we have oak because we've already, the oak king has been defeated and we're moving into the holly king, but he's kind of giving his last hurrah, if you will. Yeah. Um, And we'll have actually oak through Solon. For herbs and incense and the like, I kind of combine them all because if you know how to make incense, and we, I am writing an episode on how to make your own incense. Nice. I, 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 I am doing that. <laughs> um, I'm just doing a lot of other things on the side too. <laughs> um, so for your herbs and incense and things like that, you have barley, basil, calendula, chamomile, Echinacea, also known as coneflower, corn, goldenrod, marigold, hops, oats, poppy, rosehip, rosemary, sage, sandalwood, wheat, and sunflower. For your foods, you have ale. Of course you do. Uh, Always, you should have ale. Um, (laughs) 
apples, crab apples, barley cakes, seeds, especially sunflower seeds. And I saw the neatest recipe for grilling sunflower heads. And I want to talk about that a little later. Uh, nuts, grapes, jams and jellies, garlic, because your garlic should be about ready to be dried. Mm-hmm. Grains, squash, potatoes, wine, bear, wild berries, and anything currently in season and ready to be harvested. So if you're a forager and you know your area, here I give the obligatory warning, <laughs> you know, don't trespass, don't, yes. don't go get yourself shot, uh, know what you're consuming. You know, there are flowers out there that mass, that look like other flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I'm thinking of is Queen's, Queen Anne's Lace is edible, but it also looks like something else yeah, that is careful. absolutely not edible. Like mushrooms. You can mm-hmm. have a really good one or you can have a really bad one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you, know, if you know what you're foraging for, anything that you can forage this time of year, of course, is going to be yeah. considered a food for the sabbat. Uh, your elements are fire and water, mm-hmm. <laughs> two of our favorites, uh, and the directions are south and west, um, and that has to do with where we are um, in the solar cycle. We're technically um, at cross points. We're halfway between. Well, we're not halfway. I think that's Mabon, mm. but we're. this is the first Sabbat after the solstice. And so it's going to combine elements of the solstice yeah. with elements of what's coming. Yeah, that makes sense because it was just June. And I'm rubbish at remembering, especially today. Ugh, stars. <laughs> uh, um, our colors are burnt orange, olive green, yellow ochre, brown, gold, and brown, or the colors of late summer. Your, the symbols are corn dollies, and there's loads of excellent directions and um youtube videos out there to make one you made them last year yes you did and i remembered and put it around my altar <laughs> i'm like oh i already have that mine went missing um Uh-oh. well i moved uh the plow sickle slingshot spear sun and wheat and so if you look at the list of symbols you can see the spear and the slingshot and the pl- these are all preparation material like we're mm-hmm. preparing for the winter for the hunt yeah and we're preparing to stock our stock up for you know a winter, winter month. yeah and that's basically the starting like that's where our focus begins to be for your altar so anything agricultural related that you have access to so if you have your gardening shears or even you know one of those small little garden hose or anything like that so the light went on and i'm like Nancy, no, you can't fit anything more in your altar. No, your altar is full. It's pretty full. <laughs> and so anything agricultural related, anything um, smithing related, uh, your cauldron, your chalice, spear, sun discs, wheat and sunflowers, berries, things you forest, cinnamon. 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 This sabbat celebrates the death uh, and honors the foster mother of the Celtic god Lu. Her name was Til Tua which I am 100% sure I'm pronouncing incorrectly. But there were ancient fairs and festivals at this time of year to honor her and his love of her. And it's important here to note for me that Lou, as a god, is a bridge between the 
old gods and the new gods in Irish mythology. Okay. He is his mother, I believe, was a Tuatha de Nana, and his father was a form- Fomorian. Oh, okay. I may have flipped those. Okay. Um, the ancestry of those two things. Yes. So he is a bridge between the old and the new. And so honoring his stepmother in the way that they do is a bridge between the old ways and the, and the now. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, to me. That's how I apply it mythically to my... Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So specifically, they celebrated in the place that she is buried or said to be buried. And when the Christians came along, they just adapted this very important Irish holiday. Yeah. And to be market fairs and market days and festivals. But it's also a, a Christian holiday. And it's it's the day you first bake your white first bread for the year. Yeah. So white. I saw um, something. I think it was more the pagan that um, there was a superstition that they couldn't harvest to that day. And right. They, yeah. So that was interesting that. They couldn't harvest any crops until this celebration. No. I, and that's part of why that first loaf of bread becomes important. Yeah. Um, symbolically speaking, this is a shift between the sowing and the reaping. Yeah. So it's that, that bridging, again, between the old, you've sown your things, and now you're reaping your things. Yeah. And we begin to stock up for the winter days. You know, especially back then. It was very important, not compared to now when you can rip the grocery store anytime you want. And exactly. To bake your own bread or harvest your own food. Unless you want to. Unless you want to. Um, so some activities, which is always where I really enjoy things. Um, so some basic ones, and I are making jams and jellies. Uh, organizing your pantry and beginning the process of stocking up in a mindful way. Yeah, not just, <laughs> not like just the beginning of COVID where he just, <laughs> all the toilet paper. <laughs> Seriously, I have like five months of toilet paper. <laughs> something you want to run out of, ladies and gentlemen. Believe no. me, I was close. No. Okay, uh, sorry. Making corn dollies. We had a lot of fun with that last year. We did. And I still have corn stuff. So do I. You need to, oh, okay. No, I have them. I have a bunch in my tiny little pantry. Or visiting a farmer's market or a farm. Um, and of course, bonfires are also always a big thing at this, you know. Um, for the love of cheese and crackers, if you're on the West Coast, don't. Yeah. No, I beg you. you we, uh, Burn the candle and blow it out. Yes. Uh, we are. Fire pit. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I just remembered this. Uh, today, actually, um, about this time of year, many years ago, like easily two decades ago, we, uh, made jam and jellies in the middle of the night, (laughs) very tipsy, (laughs) but I know for sure that it was this time of year because that was when we always went to visit these particular people Mm. and um, we'd done a wine tasting earlier in the evening that kind of got out of control if we're a hundred percent honest and ended in tequila shots, but whatever. Um, (laughs) That's not a good combination. No, no, because, 
because uh, I and another person decided, well, we have all these berries that we had actually harvested yeah. earlier in the day. We didn't even use them. And we knew that they were going to be made into jelly, jam, yeah. jam, because um, jelly is complicated. Yeah. Um, and so we were like, like freezer jam. No, we made full on pressure pot jam oh, drunk. Man. Don't do that. Ladies and gentlemen, don't be me. Um, <laughs> yeah, we did that. Uh, but I, I remembered today. Oh, I remember why we were there. And I remember we only go there at this specific time of year, which yeah. means we were making jelly for a sabbat. Before no. I was practicing sabbats. I was a practicing witch, but I wasn't practicing sabbats. Yeah, yeah. Because it just wasn't safe for me to do. Somewhere but... in your DNA. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another thing that we've done pretty regularly is visit farmer's markets and buy things. Um, last year, my son and I went blueberry picking and harvested almost as many blueberries as the grandson ate. Um <laughs> He he was just in heaven. Oh, the boo-boos. Yeah. Oh, the boo-boos. Um, and I still have some left over. I haven't gone, I haven't used them all. Oh, wow. Um, although I think I am going to make banana bread, banana blueberry bread, uh, just because I've got stuff to clean out of my freezer. So one of the, you know, we've talked repeatedly about the book, Wheel of the Year. Yeah. And one of the activities she has in that book is mindfully organizing your pantry and labeling it all very carefully and checking. Intend to do that on Saturday. And the next thing would be making our cornbread. And hopefully we don't have a repeat of last year. Who am I kidding? I'm just going to call Cornbread Cafe. Yeah, we should probably do that tomorrow. Uh, you just can put that on your morning task. <laughs> No, I'll do it. I'm <laughs> I think the last time I just called and did. I usually are pretty good about it, but um, and this time, the freaking crows are not going to get it. No, at least not until we have ours. Yeah, last year for Maybon, yeah. we decided uh, that we were going to do a big. Uh, ritual meal, etc., at our favorite spot, and we ordered the food. We did everything. It was great. It was great. And then we left our little pile of stuff on the beach and walked down to the ocean and did part of our ritual down at the ocean. And we came back, and the crows had gotten into our food, which is particularly ironic because I follow a goddess who <laughs> whose animal is the crow. Yeah. At Raven slash COVID. Yeah, and I'm just like, I mean, thanks. At least let us have we a had, little bit we, first. We had like a bite. We had a bite, yeah. Next time we're going to have a cooler or yeah. a <laughs> wooden box. Because for me, yeah, Maybon is the bigger harvest one. Usually this time, it's, so it's really funny because my youngest daughter, her birthday is right around uh, Lunasa. And so Lunasa kind of gets lost in the shuffle of her birthday and preparing for back to school because that one's always a doozy. And in the past, I've had a, uh, well, until I moved here, I had a job that was, August was my busiest time of year because we were setting up for our yeah. September when, the, yeah. when I worked at the museum, um, was the 
August was a nightmare. So, you know. And my birthday is the next one. Yeah. And is yours mine? Oh, no, mine's. Yeah, mine's by Beltane, but not really by Beltane. That's May 1st. So, no, mine's. I actually need the wheel of the year on my wall. Right. So that's how we get like I have I for I in fact until you reminded me I completely forgot we had a sabbat coming up even though we just talked about it yeah about the cornbread I I just can't remember and yeah I remember some of them but this one is usually the one I forget because the other one's by my birthday and the other one's mayday and I usually forget so I always remember someone yeah and I always remember Yule and I always remember Beltane. Yes. And the solstice. Yeah. Um, but I don't always do something big on the solstice. I just remember it's the solstice. Yeah. Um, these years, we're going to get over to Ireland or but Scotland. I, or... Like the big ones for me are Samhain, Yule, yeah. and May Day. And like we talked before, thanks to COVID, we've actually done Dance. something for everyone yeah plan and thanks to the podcast too that we're thinking of this so i was actually on the ball this year yes. and my altar is done mm-hmm. <laughs> flowers, which reminds me of stuff for you um, so some of it because i'm actually going to get a box for each one so i can pack away so every year i'm not buying new stuff i mean there might be a little who am i kidding there's be new stuff um <laughs> Which made me think, like, I was able to reuse the phoenix mm-hmm. and my sun disc. I bought sunflowers and wheat sheets. We had the copper trays from last one. Mm-hmm. And from I the bought, solstice. I have sunflowers everywhere. And some of the crystals were the same. I put my, which my granddaughter calls the fire pot. <laughs> like Your cauldron. But I got a wooden kind of like a chalice but it's short Ooh. which i'm thinking is either gonna have crystals or some herbs and then in my phoenix now i have sunflower sticks and the wheat mm-hmm. but i'm thinking that maybe some sunflower seeds in there that's like the Ooh. filler of the thing that's in the phoenix cup i'll put a, a picture up on our webpage. i promise this one has been quite a summer so far and then i think what else do I have on it? I think that's it. But it made you think because I was able to reuse some of the stuff. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of similarities as you go into it. And like you'll move, you know, when we move into Maybon, you'll be able to u- reuse the wheat. And oh, yeah, I haven't, cool. yeah, I haven't dug really too like deeply it. into Maybon yet. But, oh, I um, had my corn dolly from last year. The recipe that I saw for the grilled sunflower heads. Yeah, that's so this guy. So the seeds are still... That's just the center of the flower, you mean? Yeah. So this guy goes out to his farm, pops off, just reaches up and cuts off a sunflower flower, uh-huh. pulls off the petals, um, cleans it up so that the only thing left on the giant head is the seeds. Yeah. Like there's these little tiny flowers. If you've, if you've seen a real sunflower up yeah. close, there's these little it's tiny flowers. That, and you brush those off so that it's basically just the seeds being contained by the head. You coat it in oil and whatever spices you want. He did olive oil and a bunch of paprika. And I think he did some chili powder because he wanted it spicy and um, salt and pepper. And then he just grilled it on his grill, I think 15 minutes with the lid closed. 
and he said it reminded him of corn. And he just bit, and he just he just pulled it out and just bit right into it. Did he just like come up with that, or did he find it he, somewhere? He said he had seen it all over TikTok, but he was the first person I had ever seen doing it, and it looked he I looked. Give Yule Gibbons. <laughs> Every part of this tree is edible. Well, I bet. I mean, I don't. I mean, I, one of the things um, that I learned when I took my herb, herbalism classes is there's so much crossover. Yeah. Like the stuff that, like, there's so much. So, uh, and I don't want to get too far off t- tangent, but we all know mint, right? There's mm-hmm. peppermint. There's spearmint. There's. <laughs> I can't do spearmint. Lemon balm is a mint. I like lemon balm. Catnip. Is a mint. Oh, I did not know that. I know. See, that's what I'm saying. Um, there's a couple of other very common plants that are also in the mint family. And the way you tell if it's in the mint family is if the stalk is square. Did you put it out it, yeah, you did. <laughs> and if you feel the stalk, you can tell it's it's definitely square. Cool. And I, I thought, I have fresh mint. I can use that. I just thought it was really, really interesting that there's so many mint that no, don't carry the name mint yeah i had no idea that lemon balm was mint so that's lunasa i think you'll find if you when you get into doing your practice your way you'll have sabots that are super super important to you mm-hmm. and you'll have other sabot sabots that just kind of meh meh um <laughs> Like, I'm not big on Ostara. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's how I remember it because it's around Easter. Um, but give me um, someone and Yule. Give me Yule. And this right, year, this year, give me even Yule. though we're, I'm not going to do my outside Halloween, I have a whole entertainment center that Kristen's going to come over and it's going to throw up Halloweenism in here. I'm so excited. <laughs> and then it'll go into Yule. Wish there will be gnomes everywhere. Two Christmas trees. I'm having two Christmas trees. I have a one-bedroom well, apartment. You're, you're I have. I have a one-bedroom apartment. She's like my U log became the the <laughs> wheel of the year log. Your Christmas tree is going to be there year round. Oh yeah, I have a pink Christmas tree. Yeah. Her name is Beaver Tree. Beaver Tree. Um, <laughs> I bought her in Minneapolis. Um, <laughs> she's gorgeous. I did not fly home with her. Oh, I was just thinking that would have been funny. I thought about it. I thought about it, but we couldn't figure out how to get her on the plane. And I wasn't going to check her because I wasn't going to. Yeah, you didn't want to ruin her. And okay. I had to leave it. I had to be at the airport at 5 in the morning when I left. But <laughs> <laughs> but I walked all through downtown Minneapolis <laughs> carrying a big Christmas tree. In, uh, when was that? Like March or April? No, it was, in, it was this time last year. Oh, has that been a year since yeah. you were there? Yeah. Wow. According according to wow. my calendar, I got back a year ago today. Wow. Because I got wow. back right before Shorty's birthday. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. So that's our episode. Uh, you can find us um, at LunarMagicTeaTime.com. You can email us at Lunar at LunarMagicTeaTime.com. We have a Facebook group and a Facebook page. And you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, we Our podcast is on Spotify, Podbean, Google Play, CastBox, all, all of them. 
iTunes, all of all all of them. Uh, you just have to look up the lunarmagicteatime.com. As always, stay safe out there and start sharing your um, adventures and your altars and everything else with us. <laughs>